Welcome to For Good Measure, an interview series celebrating diverse composers and other creative artists, sponsored by a grant from the California Arts Council. I'm Nanette McGinnis, Artistic Executive Director of Ensemble for These Times. In this week's episode, we continue our conversation with Dawn Norfleet, who we spoke to in January 2022. Do you have any advice for young women composers or emerging composers in general? For emerging composers who are, let's say that, let's say they're very young, um, like in their teens or 20s, I would encourage them to listen to lots of different kinds of music and play a lot of different kinds of music, or at least be open to it. Um, if even if you don't want to play it, like if you're in college, if you have an opportunity, take a, a a course in a style of music that you're that's unfamiliar to you. Um, I think that's that's one thing. For one for for one thing, it expands your ear, and another uh, another thing, it allows you to hear how other people make music um, music people of different cultures um, uh, make different, make music for a variety of reasons. And sometimes that can um, lead you to be interested in the people that make that kind of music. Uh, that's what, that's what drew me to ethnomusicology. Actually, when I, when I found out that something called ethnomusicology existed, I was like, what the heck is that? Uh, but then, you know, being around, people that make music and finding out why they make music um, as well as how they make music that just really fascinated me and so um, in this universe now that's so uh, we're, we're we're drawn closer together and pulled further apart by this technology um, we can get into our bubbles you know um, where we uh, communicate pretty much with people who think like us, and so we could be listening to the same music and that kind of thing. Um, taking steps to just go beyond that, uh, a lot of times it will be through uh, a course that you take in college or um, going to a concert series or something like that. Uh, and, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that, you know, music, music can be a safe way to make a first step into reaching beyond something that you're familiar with. You're something that you're unfamiliar with. Um, let's see there, there's other advice that I have. I have, um, <laughs> Yeah, don't compare yourself to other people. You don't know what their <laughs> their issues are. Um, like uh, thinking that, well, I'm 17 years old and I haven't had my, you know, I haven't gotten into this thing yet that I've applied for two times and I didn't get in and I must be horrible. No. Um, Going back to something that I'd said earlier, when I when I graduated from college, um, I stopped playing the flute for about two or three years. Uh, so 
I was pretty much self-taught until college. So I took uh, flute lessons for three years in college. Mm -hmm. And um, then I convinced myself that, you know, there were other people who were my age that were much better than me. And so, yeah, I actually stopped playing. So when I came back to it, I realized that nobody has my own voice. So um, when you're 17 or 13 or 14 or 15 or to 21 or whatever, um, there are a lot more opportunities for, for girls, for women, for non-binary people, for people of color, for, you know, all these different groups of people. There are a lot more opportunities. And what I'm also reala realizing is that could also bring potential for additional stress and pressure, you know, another competition, another way for somebody to tell me I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. um, what I have said was that, I mean, I was trying to think of a nice way of saying it, but you win some things and you lose some things. You win some <laughs> things, you don't win some things. But when you don't win something, there are opportunities of, um, of reflection, um, of even seeing the way the world works. You know, there, there are many... Um, just because you didn't get something doesn't mean you are terrible. It means at that particular time, you didn't get it. <laughs> and um, there, you know, there are, um, there'll be other opportunities after, you know, and I'm saying opportunities a lot because every day that you're alive, um, there is another chance for something to happen. And it's, you know, up, up, up to us to make things happen when they seem not to be working our way. So um, one thing I've learned is that nobody has my voice. Nobody has my unique voice. So um, even though I may not, uh, I, I, I may not be strong in one area, I have strengths in all these other areas. So um, my mission as an artist is to be uh, the, the best me that I can be. So that can mean, you know, um, improving my intellect, my artistry, taking lessons, um, performing, uh, you know, and then getting balance, you know, something that is not in that realm of what I'm trying to achieve. And that's, that's also something I've, I've said to a, um, an aspiring composer. Her, her, uh, I remember talking to her and her father, like her father was, was concerned about all this pressure and um, like, how do you get balance? And I said, you know, have something that's just away from all of that. For me, when I was in grad school, um, I, that, that's the same time that I started my jazz, my career as a jazz musician. So I was, I, I would do, you know, I would 
um, take my classes and then I would, you know, do my field research. And then I would also, you know, go to um, jam sessions and go to jazz concerts and, you know, perform. So I had a whole other life that was totally separate from my academic life, my scholarly life. And um, my attitude was, okay, well, if they throw me out of school tomorrow, I'll still have this. <laughs> you didn't have all your eggs in one basket. No, no, no. And, and even, um, even when I was working on my comps, um, I mean, <laughs> ethnomusicology, the ethnomusicology, um, exam was was nuts i mean they could test you on anything and there was the famous needle drop where they you know get a, um, an album drop the needle and you'd have to you know say something about the culture of this this <laughs> it's just crazy because it could have been anything <laughs> but um how i prepared for that was i would you know have i, I would schedule time for um study eating walking, exercising, and then every Friday night I'd walk over to Blockbuster Video <laughs> and get get two movies, watch one, fall asleep on the other one, then watch the second one the next night. You know, so I would schedule in time for, uh, for exercise and time for re relaxation um, because that relaxation time is resetting time and um, one thing I need to go back to is um, going away, like I'm in an urban area. And, and for me, my reset was going, you know, like going up the coast um, and just being away from the Internet, being away from, you know, Netflix and just you know, cell phones and stuff like that and reset, recharge and renew. <laughs> That's such wonderful advice. And the whole notion of getting away or being away with your videos and going up the coast, that's great. Don't you find that the brain needs to percolate and that when you go away from something, even for a short time, but also for a long time, that when you come back and you get the rust off, because there will be that rust that's very disheartening, something has grown in the absence. And whether it's a skill or whether it's insight, don't you find that something's happened, something exciting? Yes. And, and as intense as uh, anyone can be, everyone needs sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone needs sleep. And um, so it, it, it also makes sense that everyone needs to take a break, you know, um, from whatever hustle they're <laughs> involved in. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to For Good Measure, and a special thank you to our guest, Don Norfleet, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast by clicking on the subscribe button and support us by sharing it with your friends, posting about it on social media, and leaving us a rating and a review. To learn more about E4TT, our concert season online and in the Bay Area, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit us at www.e4tt.org. 
This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the California Arts Council and generous donors like you. Four Good Measures produced by Nanette McGinnis and Ensemble for These Times and designed by Brennan Stokes. With special thanks to audio engineer extraordinaire Stephanie Newman. Remember to keep supporting equity in the arts and tune in next week for Good Measures.